This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning. It's Tuesday, April 5th, and uh, I've been watching CNBC minds be blown right now. Uh, it was announced yesterday. Elon took a 9.8, 9.4, I forget which percentage, uh, stake in Twitter. And this morning they appoint him to the board of directors. Uh, and the news that's coming out is it's clear this has been in the works for quite a few weeks um, with the Twitter CEO saying that he's talked with uh, Elon for quite a while um, about situations like this. So. Um, again, it's been going on for a while. Um, my personal belief, uh, Jim Cramer is taking the boomer, uh, take on this is that Elon Musk is a Trojan horse. <laughs> um, I, I do, you know, my speech has never been compromised on Twitter. Um, but I, I don't know that this is necessarily about free speech. Um, you know, if, if you want to talk about free speech, I mean, why are they banning books? Why are they banning, uh, you know, being allowed to talk about gay people in Florida? Um, what's the point of free speech on Twitter if you're going to deny free speech elsewhere? And, and again, what's the danger? Um, Elon Musk and Jim Cramer makes a good point. Can you imagine Elon Musk in a boardroom, not running that boardroom? Um, that is going to be him. Uh, like a bull in a china shop. Um, it's clear, and I, it's perfectly clear, there is certain political bias um, leaning one way with Twitter. And, and that's because Jack was the founder, and Jack has very liberal points of view. Uh, but I do think he balanced those points of view. Uh, if, if you ask anybody on the left, um, specifically, I think, you know, CNBC is making this a political thing. I don't want to make it a political thing because, again, I just talk about stocks. Um, but if you want to make it a political thing, people on the left say, hey, Trump got away with it for way too long. People on the right are like, well, why isn't he back on? Well, Trump started his own social media platform, Truth. If you want to see what Trump wants to, has to say, go to Truth. Um, you know, again, he broke the, the policy of, of Twitter. So um, if you break the policy of a private business, you're not allowed back in that private business. Uh, what's the no-fly list about? Again, is it free speech or is it breaking a platform's rules? So um, I don't care necessarily which side of the aisle that you're on. I have friends on both sides of the aisle. I love to debate politics. Um, I, I, my belief is that there's good and bad on both sides uh, until it comes to actually um, uh illegitimizing a certain portion of the public, uh, saying that you're wrong and I'm right. No, <clears throat> there's opinions. It's not wrong and right, and it's not enemies and friends. Um, in this country, we're American. So whatever your political views are, <clears throat> it is what it is. But uh, with, in regards to Twitter, and I just posted this on the Discord chat that I'm in. Again, I'm a boomer, but I'm in a Discord chat. Um, but I just posted this. In my mind, with Elon Musk joining the board, there's three things that he's been really pissed about with Twitter. Um, I think it's free speech. 
I think it's not being able to edit some of his tweets. Um, and, and, you know, again, Twitter's thing has always been it's a matter of public record. So I don't want to edit it because it's a matter of public record. And if you make a spelling error, well, that's public record. You put it out there. <clears throat> you should check this stuff before it actually uh, gets put out there. So essentially, that's the thing. Uh, whether Elon you know, changes this or not, in my mind, <laughs> this stock, let's see, where is it at? It is the 52-week high is 73.34. And right now, uh, again, I'll, I can post this on, the, uh, on, the, uh, on Twitter, but uh, the algorithm had us in, ironically. It may have known this on March 15th. It said, hey, get in at 33.61. It's now trading at 53. Um, it got up to 50, 54, I believe, somewhere. Um, but it got us in at 33. That would have been a nice buy on March 15th. Um, there is a gap up. I've been telling people in the Discord room, this is a hype rally. But in my personal belief, I think we're going back to 70. Uh, I think Elon brings a new, fresh perspective. Um, my hope is that he doesn't, uh, bully his political views in here. He's, he's not, I don't think he's Republican. I don't think he's Democrat. I think he's libertarian and libertarian in my mind is, is, is a good thing. Um, my belief is that there should be a third party because the two parties just don't work in this country. Um, the other thing I will tell you from a stock perspective, DWAC, the, the Trump's back, it's going to zero. Truth doesn't work. Truth is a bad platform. Um, truth is just a menagerie of bad, bad things. So in my mind, uh, if you want to short something, short DWAC, I, I think it goes to zero. I don't think you're getting a hype rally out of that one ever again. I think with Elon Musk on the board of Twitter, I think with changes coming to Twitter, I think this is the news platform that you've been looking for. I think this is the stock that you've been looking for. I think they will begin to monetize. I think they will start to uh, take advantage of some of the shortcomings of uh, Instagram, of TikTok. Uh, maybe they don't get that um, millennial generation to move from TikTok with the algorithm over to Twitter because Twitter is more news. Uh, TikTok is more entertainment, even though, hey, you know, I even saw it last night. Professional trader um, uh, looks at uh, TikTok uh, investment advice. Well, those are overplayed. In my mind, again, I could look at, you know, some of the professional traders early in their career. If you took trades that I've done over the years, crap, I'd be in trouble. So, again, I think Twitter is your play. There's a hype rally here. I do think there's quite a bit of uh, volume here at the 50 level. So, in my mind, I think you let this one die down. It's at 53. I think if you can get this one anywhere near 52 today. 51 or 52. This is a, again, they're not, their P ratio is zero. They haven't really turned a lot of profit on this. And that's been the problem of the stock. Um, the RSI is completely out of control. It's at 80. But in my mind, with Elon moving into this one, the, the, the PE and the, the, um, the RSI on Tesla has been crazy. Um, and you know what? In my mind, 
I think, again, I think Tesla under $1,000 is a buy. It's at 11.45 right now. Um, the volume, the RSI is at 80. If Elon doesn't show up for that April uh, earnings, um, in my mind, I think this stock goes down. He said he won't be on, on calls going forward unless there's something important. Um, maybe he's on the call because Berlin opened up and, and Texas is opening up. Um, but if he's not on that call, this one goes right down to, down to 900. And, and let me tell you, I am buying at 900. Um, it's been clear. This is a, a stock that, that is going to 1,200. Um, again, they've got a split, com- a split vote coming up. I think that one works. Uh, throw him on the board of Twitter. You've seen what he's done with SpaceX, the boring company. The guy is just a, a, an entrepreneur um, bully. So I think that's a great buy. Uh, again, I'm just going to go into some of the things that I've been looking at. Shopify, did you get in? I posted last week. You know, I, I really need to listen to my algorithm at some times um, because my algorithm said on March 10th, buy Shopify at 567. You're at 727 right now. Um, and last week I posted on Twitter, hey, this week, this current week, 100% positive in Shopify's history. Uh, this month, 100% positive in Shop- Shopify's history. You'd be up almost, what? 130 points, um, which is about 20% on 567. So, uh, pretty good move there. <clears throat> One that came up and is a um, podcast favorite is QCOM, Qualcomm. This one dipped down. We wouldn't be in it right now. But there is probably going to be, as long as we continue this market run, I said, um, I I believe it was April 1st, Friday, um, I said, hey, Qualcomm dipped down, and the afternoon candle, it looks good. It was an exit with a 1% gain um, where you would have bought in on March 17th. Um, This one is trading at 153. Uh, They announced last night on Jim Cramer's uh, show that, hey, uh, the market is getting us wrong. We've got 5G and we've got car chips. We're going to do self-driving. And that, that, this was the CEO being interviewed. Um, their PE ratio is 17. You look at uh, com- one of their competitors, AMD, and their PE ratio is 42. You look at the other self-driving uh, car chip, if you will, um, NVIDIA. Their PE is 71. So you've got AMD at 42. You've got NVIDIA at 71. And you've got Qualcomm at 17. And 17 is what the S&P traditionally average, you know, the average PE ratio. It's a great valuation in this one. Um, I will probably get in again the algorithm. I will post the, the, the view of it on, the, uh, on Twitter. But the algorithm does have a MACD kind of crossing up probably in the next couple of candles. I may take this one early uh, and get this. The 50-day is still moving down. You had the death cross here at March uh, 10th. So you did have a a death cross, but I believe this is starting to turn up. And we're just starting to get thunderstorms here in the Atlanta area. It's going to get nasty. Um, but Qualcomm, I, I think is a buy Shopify. I think you're still in on this one at 700. I think my average price is 744. 
Um, another one that I wanted to bring up because this one took a bit of a dip down is Intuit. Uh, Intuit, ironically, March 16th, we had a buy at 445. I should have listened to this one. You're at 505 today. So you're up about 10%. Um, this one, the 50 day is starting to turn around. It's a bit oversold, uh, overbought, I mean, at 66 on the RSI. And yeah, that's thunder that you hear in the background. My apologies. But you did have a MACD crossover again. It's using the 50 day as support. The 50 day at support is about 460. In my mind, I think if you can get this one under $500, um, Intuit symbol is INTU. And there are two things. Uh, there is a ex-dividend date coming up on April 8th and tax time. Those are two great catalysts for this stock. Um, the uh, P.E. ratio is 64, so it is rather high. It's trading at about $500 here um, in pre-market. So you do have some, uh, some, some upside. I, I think if you can grab this one today under $500, I think you're good. Um, another one that we've been looking at, Devon Energy, DVN. This is the largest uh, dividend payer on the S&P. Their dividend yield is 6.57. Uh, I've said if it gets under 60, uh, buy it. Yesterday it dipped down. The day, and yeah, that's thunder, uh, was 59.72. So it did dip under 70, uh, under 60. Um, so that's one I think is a good one as well. Let's see on the algorithm if we're a buy on this one. Um, Devon Energy has been a buy since 59.98 back on March, March 21st. It is consolidating. There's a gap here up until 6183. Um, kind of filled that gap a little bit yesterday. So I don't think that you've got gaps at all on this one that need to be filled. You are at an all-time high, the 50-day, the 200. The 50-day is providing significant support on this one. I'll post this one on Twitter. It's a good one. Um, next one, and sorry, I had to take a break. The dogs are a little bit scared of thunder. Next one I wanted to look at is Simon Property, SPG. Um, this one is crazy. So it's, uh, it's a buy-in at 130.47. You're only at 134 right now. But this one is a great buy because you do have a 5% dividend yield. Um, you don't have a dividend coming up anytime soon. Um, the dividend date was, the X date was the 9th. So you have probably a couple of months before you get a dividend. But again, if you buy this in the 130s, um, you've got a 5% dividend. It's 52-week high is 171. Uh, do I think it's going to go up 13 points and make you 10% plus a, a dividend in between that time? Absolutely. I think the consumer in the U.S. is too strong, and these outlet um, malls, uh, if you go to a Simon property, the outlet malls are great. They've got long-term leases. This is a great opportunity to get into one. The other outlet mall that I think is a great one is Tanger, SKT. Um, you are in this one at $17. It's a $17.31. Uh, let's look at SKT. I have traded this one throughout the pandemic. Um, I don't currently own it, but I have owned it multiple times. This dividend yield is 4.22. So same thing as Simon. 52-week high is 22. Do I think that this is going to go up to 18 or 19 bucks? Absolutely. Um, it's a dividend date was 215 X dividend date 
was 128. So you probably have a, um, a dividend coming up. It just hasn't necessarily been announced. Um, but yeah, there's the earnings on February 17th. So may have a dividend coming up. Who knows? But again, do I think you have a dollar 70 in this one? Yep. I think that's a great one. Uh, Wells Fargo and, uh, Morgan Stanley. Uh, I do think that Wells Fargo WFC, uh, is a good opportunity here at 48. 52 week high just in February was 60. You've, this is a turnaround story. I don't think that this is a quote unquote, uh, bank story because banks are going to get hurt as the, uh, the yield inverts. Uh, they're not going to loan money. They're going to make less money, blah, blah, blah. The whole thing, the yield inversion is kind of over. So I, I do think that banks are a little bit hurt, but I think that this one, uh, you've got a 2% dividend yield. Do I think that this goes from 48 to 52? Probably. Um, it's 52 week low is 39. Uh, that was just on, uh, April 14th of last year. So almost one year ago. Uh, so it's been growing ever since. Uh, I think if this one goes under 45, you absolutely get into this one. And speaking of financials, BAC, Bank of America, it's almost under 40 again. I think that's a good one. To, and I'll add this one that I'll uh, post this one on Twitter as well. Uh, now, next one um, is Starbucks. Uh, it was announced yesterday by um, the Schultz, Howard Schultz their new CEO, who is the, the, the guy who brought Starbucks to uh, fruition. Um, Starbucks suspended their buyback, and this is bad. They've raised the stock price over the last few years by buying back and expiring 20% of the shares that were available in the market. Uh, that means the stock should have been up uh, for two years by uh, 20%. Let's see where we were, Starbucks. S. Uh, there we go. SBUKX. Um, if I pull back this chart again, we've had quite the, quite the descend since January. Um, this would have gotten you out. Uh, it looks like on January 6th, um, and you would be back in at $87, um, which was on March 15th or so. But if I look at a daily, let's look at a weekly chart and bring it back. Yeah. Um, the, the pandemic low was $49. Um, the pandemic during that time, the high was around 65. So, so at 80, you know, I, I'm seeing it, it breaks, just breaks the 200 day on a weekly and it's starting to come back. But this one told my, 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 my dad last night, get the hell out of this one. Um, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, sell this one for around 88 bucks, move on, put your money into something else. Uh, so, uh, Carnival, uh, said yesterday that last week, um, CCL is the symbol that, uh, the week of April 3rd, sorry, was the biggest week of bookings in corporate history. They're operating 22 out of 23 ships. I believe next week, the 23rd ship gets into uh, rotation. It's a great buy. I think this is a uh, a play. You would have been in seventeen twenty five on the algorithm back on March tenth. Um, today you're at nineteen. It's just breaking the two hundred day on a four hour chart. The fifty day is still negative. The problem I have with carnivals per se. I think this is a trade, not a buy. 
This is a trade, and I don't think that you get in right now because I think it's a hype play, and I think you've missed the hype on this one. I think you're waiting for this one to get back down to about $18. Um, $18.50 looks like where the 50-day is. I think that's probably where it comes back down to, and the 50-day starts to move back up, and the 200-day comes down. When you get that golden cross, I think that's when this one takes all over. Um, that's my personal opinion. Uh, that's going to boost travel, by the way. Um, boosting travel is going to be a huge impetus for the economy. So any travel names, Expedia, Booking, uh, let's see, Booking.com is B-K-N-J, Booking Holdings. Um, they're at 2,374. You would have been in on this one at 1976 back on March 10th. I do think with, with summer season and travel season coming up, I think this is a huge, huge play. Um, Expedia is another one that I think is a great name to get into. A-X-P-E. Um, let me just put down some notes. Booking and Expedia. I'll post these on uh, Twitter. Uh, this one would have had you in at 181 back on March 11th, and you're at 197. Uh, you know, there's 10% right there. Boom. Great, great opportunities here for the reopen. Um, oil. <laughs> this is an interesting one. UCO is up again. You'd still be, uh, you'd be out of this one. There hasn't been a MACD cross up yet. You would have gotten out of this one with a 8% gain back on April 1st. So it was a fake out when they told you to buy at 166. It got you out at 150. I probably would have said, don't get out. Wait until you can uh, move down a little bit more. But uh, if you can get this one at 166, I do think you have 190 or even 200 in this one. Um, it, again, the, the MACD is crossing up. Probably on this morning's candle, the RSI is at 55. Um, so don't be afraid at the, the current price. Let's see where it's currently trading. Um, I think it closed up yesterday. Yeah, it closed up 6% yesterday. Um, you're at 167. I think you, wait, you put it in a market order for 166. I think if you get it, it's a great buy. Uh, with oil, uh, new Russian sanctions coming up um, and summer travel season. Uh, today is spring break. I think you're. Uh, here in Georgia, at least for most of the kids. So I, I think this is an opportunity here. And boy, I, I hope you guys can't tell, but I have been pausing this podcast left and right um, because of the thunder and the dogs. So my apologies for that. Uh, but I think editing it was good. Um, one other one that I wanted to bring up was uh, Zim. Zim and DAC, these are the shipping companies that I've been into. Yesterday, they took a tumble. Um, and again, the algorithm doesn't have you in this one. But the RSI is at 35. Um, the MACD is still going down. Uh, this one is becoming oversold in a big, big way. Um, it's trading at 67.28 right now. So it's kind of hanging on to this This kind of rally. Uh, it's almost probably going to come down. Uh, in my mind, I think it's going to use the 200 day and then bounce up. The problem is you don't have the volume that you had holding this one up. Uh, but you still have, and, and um, I believe there was some type of news on these uh, that brought them all down. I just don't know it. Again, I'm, I'm more of a technical uh, stock trader. DAC, 
yesterday we had an exit at $98 for a 5% gain. Um, so this one, the MACD is clearly crossing down. The RSI is clearly low. Uh, the volume is clearly declining. Um, it's pierced the 200-day the last time, or I'm sorry, the 50-day on a four-hour chart. The last time it did this um, was February 23rd, and it took all the way till March 15th, so almost a month, to get back. In my mind, I think you're looking at something similar uh, with DAC. Again, this is DAZ. If I, at DAC, if I look at Zim, uh, Zim's already pierced the, the, the 50-day. And, and over the, the last year or so, I should say six months, um, when it's pierced the 50-day, it takes less than a week to get back. So in my mind, I think you're looking at that 200 level of between 60 and $63 as your entry point. Again, right now it's at 67. I think it, you know, the volume hasn't been showing up. Uh, I think this may have been a hype play, but I also think there's some fundamentals here. You don't pay a $17 dividend and have some fundamentals. Um, but some of the shipping, uh, pricing power has been taken out of the, the out of the system. Uh, EGLE was one that we, uh, kind of Eagle bulk shipping. That's the one that Randy, um, kind of uh, believes in. Um, you've got a MACD cross down. Uh, you'd still be in it from your January 27th buy. This has just been flying since January 27th. Uh, it hasn't pierced the 50-day yet. Uh, so I think you will start to pierce the 50-day. Um, I believe this is going to be the same thing as the other um, shippers. SBLK, this one was severely down yesterday. Um, you're at $28. So the RSI is at 41. The MACD is crossing down. Uh, again, this one, when it pierces the 50-day, the, uh, doesn't stay there very long. So I think you're looking at maybe a 20, 27.50 or so, uh, maybe a 27.60. I, I think that's where you're looking at for this one to come down to. Uh, and then as these start to move, I think they move higher. These are, have incredible dividends. So Zim, DAC, EGLE, and SBLK. I think those are the three in this one. Um, there was a Cameco Corporation. I had brought this up before. Um, nuclear. They came out and they kind of dropped yesterday. Um, what's interesting about this one is you'd be in this one since February 25th at 22.22. Um, and you're at 28.45, which is a 30% move. Um, crazy, crazy move on this one. Uh, it got a little bit overbought. The volume is clearly there for, for an upward. You had a golden cross here on March 15th where the 50-day goes above the 200. Again, this is on a four-hour chart. So uh, the volume is clearly coming down on this one. Uh, I don't know that I'd, I wouldn't get in on this one right now. I think it's going to take some time. Uh, I think it's going to hit that 50-day, I think 26 is probably where this one is going. Uh, but I do think nuclear and uranium is a, a big uh, opportunity for energy uh, all around the world. Um, and there was one, uh, LAC as well. I'm going to write this in my notes, LAC. Um, this one, hype, hype rally. In March 17th at 26, you're at 38 right now. It's a crazy, crazy good move. Um, so it, 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 
that MACD has to come down. The RSI is at 68. The volume's there. I, I just, you know, again, I think it's a hype rally. So today, again, I think Intuit is a buy where you got the ex-dividend date coming up. It's tax time. You had the MACD cross up. Um, I Shopify, get into it. Um, try and find an entry point that makes sense. Qualcomm, I think it's a, it's a buy. Try and get into it. Devon, anything under uh, 60, buy it. SPG, SDK, buy into the consumer. Uh, Wells Fargo, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America. I think those are great buys. Um, Zim, DAC, EGLE, SBLK, hold off. I think they have a little bit more downside. Oil, uh, try UCO. Anything at 166, in my mind, is a great buy. Twitter, I think you get into it. It's a hype rally. Um, I'm in it at 44. Um, but I bought it significant time ago. Uh, I, my, in my mind, again, I think you put in today, you put in a, uh, uh, we're not going to do a one year. Let's do a two day. Um, I don't know what's going on. Oh, uh, but I think you do a two day on this one. Uh, and you look at this one and uh, honestly, I think this is an opportunity. I got to go fix my active trader pro. I think I broke it. Um, but again, uh, I'll be on tomorrow, uh, in the morning, I'll post all of these on Twitter, uh, with stock, uh, the charts from the algorithm. Have a great day.